0: If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the
1: plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th, at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Just
2: fighting down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries! I mean, are
0: you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gonass to, to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? bitch, bitch, bitch?
1: Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he, st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous. Disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The
0: disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The
2: word was F A R
0: T. Can we do it together? Like at the same time in sync?
1: Okay. In, like in the band in Sync. Ready? Three, Three two, two one. one. That wasn't even in sync. No. We can't. We what can't are we saying? What in are we sync? saying? Welcome We're to saying, Canadian
0: politics. Welcome, is bo- to, welcome yeah. Welcome okay. to Canadian politics is boring. Oh, yeah, what after that? Okay, I'm ready. Uh, oh, and then we'll split, and you'll say I'm Reese, and I'll <laughs> say I'm Jesse. Yeah, yeah, like that. And okay. then we'll laugh for five minutes.
1: Okay, ready? Okay, uh,
0: One, one two, 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 three. Three. welcome, welcome to, to
1: Canadian, Canadian politics. Poli- no, it's man, boring. have you never done this before? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I'm Reese. <laughs> <laughs> this is just going to go in. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at working with others, you know this.
0: I know, yeah, I do know that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so let me do my thing. Hi, welcome. This is Jesse. I'm Jesse. Um, Jesse. I'm,
0: I'm eating Oreos and drinking coffee.
1: Nice. I've got a can of, um, <sighs> what flavor is that? That's the French version. Blackberry bubbly. Or, um Bouble? Ac- Boot, boot, buble, yes, blackberry buble, buble. and it's good. I'm sat on a hard stool and it hurts my ass. So yeah, all good. In Reese world, now Um, I'm picturing your ass. Thank you you for that Um, imagery. uh, Always wanted. Now, me and Jesse um, uh, had a conversation a while back about how we weren't necessarily going to do an episode about uh, what's going on in Ukraine, which is awful and sad and terrible. Um, and because, you know, this is, and, and Jesse's instinct is right on this, because we want to entertain and escape, because uh, it's not our job to be news, if you know That's what right. I mean.
0: Yeah, we we, like at the end of the day, when you're done with all of the horrifying news of the world and you want to escape with some comedy, your
1: comedy shows shouldn't also be reporting the news. Like... You know, yeah, yeah, but then, but then, also at the same time, I was like, do you know what? Though, I think we should talk about, uh, about uh, the Canadian-Ukrainian relationship and history. But that, but look, let's look at a historical thing. So, I've got a cool story related to Canada and its relationship to Ukraine. There's got nothing to do with everything that's going on, but we'll hopefully just be interested and give extra context about why uh, Canada has a strong relationship with Ukraine.
0: And because it's such a sensitive topic, we can't have any comedy in this at all. If I think no. of a joke, I will swallow it down deep into the dark pit of my,
1: my what used to be my soul. <laughs> What's about remains of your soul? Yeah. The parking space of where a soul once was. If, <laughs>
0: so if you hear me giggling
1: for no reason at all, it's because I thought of something yeah. funny, but I know I can't say anything. Um, and, and also, Jesse, I don't know if I told you this, one of our listeners is going to Ukraine to fight. What? They really an Oreo, sorry. I know. What? See, this is why we're not news. Um so one of <laughs> our one of our one of our most dedicated <laughs> listeners who who we met in person at our live show um is is a veteran and also um has uh, strong family ties and um is a Ukrainian Canadian and they messaged me saying I can't I'm not going to give their name away cuz for safety reasons but they, they 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 they're on their way there to fight right now and um, Holy shit. So I was like, I really want to do something because just this is like an episode. Taylor, you said to that we listener. met them. We
0: met them at our live show. Were they in our live show? There were like two other people in our live
1: show. No, no, so no, they, no they can were, figure they, that they, shit out. They were in the crowd. <laughs> they were in the audience. So okay, of we 10 met, people. And we, yeah. did, we did talk to them before as well. So <laughs> they they were ten percent of our audience. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this this episode is is dedicated to the safety and safe return of that listener. Yeah. Well, yeah. yes, please. Safe returns. Safe returns. So anyway, All
0: right, ed- educate me in a non-funny, non-serious way about
1: a topic that is not current at all. Okay, so this episode is called the OG Canadian Ukrainians. All right. Um, so uh, I don't know if you know this. Were they but, a rap band in the nineties? <laughs> no, no, no. This is basically like the the. I'm sorry, I can't stop it. <laughs> it's kind of it's the first the first Ukrainians to settle in Canada. This story is pretty cool. All right. Um. So. Uh, Ukrainian Canadians are the 11th largest ethnic group in Canada and the third largest Ukrainian population behind the Ukraine and Russia lives in Canada. Are you serious? Yeah.
0: That's fucking awesome. I did not so know that. So there's
1: slightly more than 110,000 uh, people reported themselves as, as Ukrainian, uh, as speaking Ukrainian in uh, in Canada and half of all those live in the prairies. So they kind of settled the prairies mainly.
0: Holy shit. Half. Are you saying that half of the prairie population is Ukrainian?
1: No, half of the people who speak Ukrainian are in the prairies.
0: Oh, that's a totally different statistic.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, no, no, sorry. Exactly. Yeah, no. I was... <laughs> Mine was much more impressive. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Exactly. Yours was. It, it's shame is not real. But if it was real... So... <laughs> Welcome to Jesse's made-up statistics. Exactly, it exactly. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... It, There's no, like, obviously, they didn't keep records before, before, like, they colonized North America. They didn't keep records of who was coming and going. So they think that they might have been uh, Ukrainian fur traders in Canada before these people. But these were the official first people with this paperwork to prove that they came and settled Canada. Cool. Um, So... uh, it was uh, his it was name, one of them was called, uh, I'm but, I butcher French. I'm, I don't know what, I've got no frame of reference it's, as to what I my love pronunciation so of Ukrainian is like. So <laughs> Ivan Palupu and Wazel Eleniak. <laughs> Palupu. P-Y. Palupu and Wazel? Yeah. P-Y-L-Y-P-I-W. Well, how would you pronounce that? I'd have to write that down. Palupu. Hold on. Wait. Hold on.
0: T-t-t- I'm going to get a notepad. Okay. Tell me again. P Y. P Y. L Y
1: L Y P I P I W Palupu
0: Palupu
1: I don't Palupu and know. Wazel Palupu and Alan Elaniac. Ale- I think it's Wazilaniac and Ivan. We're Purple. going straight to fucking hell. This is horrible. Go on speak, <laughs> if, if you know how to pronounce these names, go on Speakpipe <laughs> and just leave them for us. Um and, and tell we'll,
0: them how, how horrible we and, are. As and we'll beings. drop it in
1: we'll drop it in the next episode as, and compare it to how badly we got it wrong. So speakpipe.com slash Canadian politics is boring, or just click the little link that Reese is
0: going to leave in the show notes, isn't he?
1: Yes. So, <laughs> so in, in, in the in the in the nineteenth century, uh, uh, Ukraine was split between two empires. So, Russia, the Russian Empire, had eighty percent of Ukraine, and the rest was in the Austria-Hungary, uh, Austria-Austria-Austria-Hungarian uh, uh, Empire. Um, I don't know if you do you know much about the austro hungarian Empire. So, so much you love it.
0: You know damn well I don't. I know exactly. <laughs> Um, no, don't know anything. Not that I don't no, love no. it. You so know we I talked mean. about it before. And we talked about the Habsburg,
1: Habsburg chin. I, that rings a bell. That, that was the royal family that ran or was in charge of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. And, have um, we done
0: 200 episodes yet?
1: No, we're, I think we're about like 16 episodes away. Something like that. We're not, when we have 200 episodes, we should have a party.
0: That's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Get okay, a tattoo. Sorry. Anyway, Anyway. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so at the time, so. <laughs> and, and also it'd been pretty rough. So, like the in the 1800s, serfdom was still a thing in a lot of of, of um until the 1840s. D- describe
0: again to our, our our listeners who might not know what uh, serfdom is. Uh, yeah, I know much. what serfdom is, as does everyone in uh, who you know who is smart and things. But uh, just to the uneducated listener, why do not you just
1: re- refresh their? Memories. You know exactly what serfdom is. Totally. Yeah, yeah, I am. So but I, th- of... I, thought I'd, I thought I'd let you do the honors of describing it. Yeah. So you are bound by, to a plot of land uh, by your family. So essentially, if you're born into a family, you're like, hey, this acre of land is why you were born and why you're, what your family's supposed to do is plant potatoes and work there. And it's just kind of like it was like in a medieval form of um, kind of like slavery, um, it's not exactly the same thing, but you didn't have a lot of freedom, and it was forced labor, and you were bu- you weren't allowed to leave, um, and you were run by a lord. A lord was in charge of everything. That is a fascinating piece of information that I already knew. Yeah, you did know that. <laughs> so, <anyway. laughs> so, 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 um, and and so that that only kind of ended in um, the Austrian-Hungarian part in 1848, and then the Russian part that ended in 1861. But it was still wow. Ukrainians, uh, the average Ukrainian suffered a lot of oppression um, in so many different ways so by um, so Ivan and Wazel were desperate for um, a, a new life, and in 1891 they decided to go to Canada, this this new place that they cheered a lot about. Um, who were these guys again the Polipol and Wazel? No, uh, Wazel and Ivan wazzle and Ivan, you're not gonna say his last name anymore. I'm I'm just gonna say wazzle and Ivan, just to stop well, embarrassing myself. So no, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I can't really blame so they were from um they were from Western Ukraine. Uh and why were they moving to Canada? Well, like I just, just said, just to escape they, serfdom. Well the serfdom had ended, but it was still you still didn't instantly just get like um do like you see how
0: much I'm interested
1: in history and how much I'm <laughs> paying attention? You is... are paying attention, <laughs> even though you're kind of not, because I just nah, said it's That's yeah, right? <laughs> My point. So, <laughs> so he he wasn't a serf. He was a uh, Ivan was a, a a peasant login contractor, um, and you know he'd had some hard times, and uh, because he'd heard about he had some German neighbors, um, and they'd said, "Hey, there's a load of free land in Canada." Um, obviously, there were uh, indigenous people and first you know first nations. Uh, communities already here. But um, uh, at that time, they were like, hey, look at all this wide open space. Nobody is here. So he set off with his friends um, in the fall of 1891. Um, and his, one of his two friends... Uh, Which one uh, was this, Ivan or Wazel? This was a third one called... Uh, this was Tyt Ziniak. Uh um, so T-Y-T is his first name. And then Ziniak is his last name. Z-I-N-I-A-K. Okay, I'm not going to lie. These guys have... F- like fucking cool names, man. I know I'm. I'm not like massively familiar with Ukrainian names, but they're they're cool. It's very like it's, if you want a distinctive name, have a Ukrainian name is awesome. Tight Wazel and Platpople. No,
0: like, his name
1: was Ivan. Ivan, right? Sorry. Ivan Wazzle and Tight.
0: Ivan, and um, his band name could be Ivan and the Tight Wazels.
1: <laughs> Maybe right? I'm gonna get so much hate mail from you. <laughs> for you not from you i get lots of hate mail from you anyway but yeah, yeah. every morning <laughs> yeah, wake but, up
0: crack knuckles time to send reese a fucking piece of horrible hate mail texas images specifically of yeah. like racist to welsh people
1: yeah he yeah. texts me images of decomposing animals he finds and just it's horrible because i know how much you love them yeah anyway yeah. um so uh tight was turned back at the the german austrian border he wasn't allowed to pass through but um Ivan and Wazel managed to get um travel to Halifax, Nova Scotia, and then on to Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um and they met they met up with some German loggers and they they just went on like a little tour. They went up to the Northwest Territories, they went to Calgary, um, and they were like they, they, they were kind of just blown away by like the wide open space. There was like the oppression. It was you were kind of so much freer there because obviously you have this like very like structured society with mm. certain kind of depending on how, what you were born into that was your place and you couldn't really rise above that. Canada was very different. There were lots of people from around the world settling. Um, you know, huge tracts of land. So, what what year was this again? Sorry, this was eighteen ninety one. Eighteen ninety one. Okay, yeah. So they were like they they were like yeah, this is. Um, this this is a viable option. So, um, Wazel couldn't afford to go back and stayed there to work for the winter. Um, couldn't go back to the Ukraine, you right. You're couldn't saying. go back to the. He didn't have money, so he was right. like, "Hey, I'll just stay here and work." Uh, you know, cause where did he settle? To. He went. He toured all of Canada. Um, when did they, he- they, they ended up
0: um, in Manitoba. Okay, so oh. I mean, we love Manitoba. Manitobians, you know, we love you. But Manitoba Nights, sorry, Manitoba Nights. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you're coming to Canada for the first time, first off, you stop over in Nova Scotia, Halifax, the party fucking drunk central of Canada. And off you you, you have to go through Ontario, right? With all the crazy fucking parties going on in Ontario. You get a tour up to Northwest Territories. Nope, too cold for me. Fuck you. You go back down. Ah, Manitoba, dry, barren, stretches on forever. Perfect. That's where you decide
1: to stay? Really? All right. Yeah, but I imagine though like that the the prairies resembles in terms of weather and geography, um, that part of Europe, like that whole kind of area. So I imagine it was kind of like felt I'm like right home. Gonna, I'm gonna Google this. Is man uh <laughs> like, like Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, there's a lot of Top um, Google answer? No. No, I don't know. There's nothing oh,
1: here So, there's, there's nothing both comparing of them.
0: Manitoba to con- Well, okay, well, let's
1: let's let's compare it. So, so Ukraine is a breadbasket is where a lot of wheat is grown and so is the prairies. There's a lot of similarities in terms of um the the kind of things you can grow there and uh, how the land is. All right. Mm-hmm. That's, how come I know your country better than you? I think we've been over this. Yeah. <laughs> So, but then, but then, some, something crazy. Because happened. you
0: do five minutes of research before we start recording.
1: That's why.
0: <laughs> don't so, don't talk yourself up like you're some kind of fucking historian. Okay, we all know better. Seriously, I know. I know.
1: Everyone's got Wikipedia. So, so uh, Ivan uh, headed back to get their families to come back and go, hey, everyone, just so you know, um, I've I've been over and uh, I'm just coming back now. Uh, and, uh, you know, Wazel's still over there. He's working, but it's brilliant. You, sh- you all need to come out. So he got back to um, uh, to his family in uh, his, uh, Galicia, I think, or Galicia, which is the part of Ukraine where he was from, in Western Ukraine, in 1892 for his family. And... Um, he was telling everyone about this vast kind of land where there was it was unsettled in 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 the sense of farmsteads and uh, everyone was oh, people were either excited or very skeptical they thought some people were like oh my god this is this doesn't sound real like this is like freedom and other people were like i don't believe you <laughs> um I like,
0: ch- I like how you change the tone of voice to for the, the, the naysayers. Yeah skeptics sound like that
1: to be <laughs> Stop <laughs> having dreams. <laughs> Stop having dreams, Reese. Stop having dreams. Anyway, is that, this isn't is about that your me. Is yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't about me.
0: He says, while well, slowly crying to himself in the dark.
1: corner of his room so and and like you got to understand like how people were living at the time so they were there was a lot of small like self-sufficient villages um over 90 percent of people were illiterate um is this in the ukraine or manitoba in in the ukraine Um, (laughs) the uh, ukraine then manitoba now oh i'm joking right yeah (laughs) Uh, you're all right manitoba i'm joking um so the, (laughs) the, the cities and towns of kind of like uh the cities and towns were largely dominated by um, foreign uh, people who were like foreigners. We're gonna, if you're not careful, Reese, we're gonna we're gonna like seriously offend our eight Manitoba listeners. Honestly. I know. I'm yeah. only joking. I'm only joking. It's fine. Who are they? There's John. There's Sarah. Manitoba Sally.
0: Manitoba Sally.
1: <laughs> don't
0: ask us how she got that name. You don't want to know.
1: <laughs> but. Um, so, uh, so <laughs> essentially, like you can understand why people wouldn't believe him because, like, they hadn't. If you, could A lot of them didn't read. They like their world was quite small because they'd never been allowed to go far or had the opportunity to go far. Right. You, um,
0: you're, you, what is it? You uh, conformed to the environment you're presented with, exactly. So, yeah.
1: And and also there was like this this defined class structure where Russians ran the government mainly, um, and then industrialized areas where, where a lot of Russian workers settled in factories and mines. So a lot of the people, the Ukrainians, were still working the land. The landowners were typically Polish, um, and then a lot of the tradesmen and craftsmen and the skilled people were Germans who had migrated there. So uh, the Ukrainians were like a, kind of an exploited class at the bottom of, of the social ladder as well. So the idea of, like, you can go to Canada and you'll be treated like a normal, e- equal person. You can, in some way, people thought that was too good to be true. Yes. Um, so what happened was they... Some people there was a rumour as well, then somebody started that um that Ivan was 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 telling people all of this stuff because they thought um he was getting a commission from a steamship company and everyone was accusing him of being a con man then, going, No, you just want us to pay money to get to go on a ship and there's gonna be nothing there and it's Oh my God. Hold on. Wait, this is the 1800s version of fake news. It is. Yeah. They're like fake news. There's no, there's no Canada. It's not real. (laughs) It's just America. And then you fall into ice. Right. And that's it.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's amazing though. They literally, that's, they had people arguing over what was real or not. That's
1: yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, so what happened then? He was arrested Oh, my God. Okay. And he was charged with sedition and inciting people to emigrate. <laughs> what, is, what is sedition? What is sedition? Um, oh, God, they talk about that with the July the 6th stuff. Sedition is – Are you looking it up? Condu- you, used, you used it and you didn't know what it meant. <laughs> well, I thought it was kind of uh, – here we are. I was going to find the exact term. Conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or monarch.
0: Oh fuck. So he came back home and he's like, hey everyone, you know how home kind of like sucks fucking yeah. ass? How about you leave with me? And the people in charge yeah, exactly. are like, fuck you for telling them that their home fucking sucks
1: ass. We're gonna throw you in jail to show everyone how awesome it is to live here. But so and 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 inciting people to emigrate. It's like <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stop promising people a dream. Stop <laughs> stop having dreams, Reese. It's not about me. <laughs> Not about me.
0: <laughs> so anyway, um, this is what your wife wakes up to every morning at
1: three AM, <laughs> just screaming, sat up in bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not about me, Reese. It's not about me.
1: <laughs> so he spent four months in jail, and while he was in jail, um, a group of families, uh, who were the ones who believed him, the ones who weren't skeptics, the ones who believed in Ivan's dream, mm. uh, they settled in uh, northeast of Edmonton. Uh, they headed over, so it was he'd already started. Uh, he, he despite this, he did start something, and what happened was then that that flow of people grew and grew and grew through word of mouth, um, and then as Canada was. Expanding to the west of, of to kind of and uh, building railroads and uh, you know committing many genocides and starving the the indigenous people uh, in the name of claiming the west coast to stop America getting it. Um, they then uh, essentially uh, wanted to find so as a many little, a little
0: backwards, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> they were trying to find that the, the, this was the Canadian government's plan was to find as many Europeans to settle those lands as possible. So they had like this huge immigration um, uh, program aimed at uh, settling people in the Western prairies uh, and the immigration minister at the time, Sir Clifford Sifton, Sir, Cl- Sir Clifford Sifton, who was minister of the interior. Again, like from, a
0: fucking cool name,
1: but also <laughs> because the winters are harsh and
0: everything. I he, was going to, I just wanted to comment on what you mentioned about uh, the government wanting to get as many immigrants in as possible. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how I don't know how much truth there is to this, but I had a, a friend say that one of the reasons that Canada uh is so has such an open arms policy to immigration, um, is like nobody's gonna fucking wage war against Canada. That's where everybody's relatives are living. Like everybody's relatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly and, and also is like you can't if you're gonna have a country that was built on immig- really diverse immigration from all around the world. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna be the person to stand up and go, No more? Do you know what I mean? Right. Because, <laughs> and, and so, so this was this was this is what they offered um, people in Eastern Europe at the time was 160 acres or 64 hectares of free land. Is that a lot? I don't really. I don't know. 160 never... acres. Well, yeah. No idea how big that is. a that lot. Is it? it is a lot. Yeah. No that's, that's a huge amount of land, especially if you if you came if like I've the never generation. Had to, I've never
0: had to. Oh, here it is. How big is 160 acres? Literally in Google. All right. Uh, how many
1: football fields? Maybe
0: 121. Holy shit. With fields. end zones.
1: Yeah. There 121 end foot With end exactly. That's what it yeah, says they, right there. You was, literally was, like, my, my eyes. Minister, this was the letter the minister published. 160 acres with end zones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or 1,482.89362
1: NBA basketball courts. There we go. It's Perfect. very specific. That's a lot, they, play, they were playing a lot of basketball back then. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and this was for this was for a nominal registration fee of ten dollars. And Which, so, uh, I mean, that's probably was a lot of fucking
0: money back then. Ten dollars, yeah. nineteen, and it would be $150, 150
1: on. for like boat and train passage. I just want to see how much ten dollars was in eighteen ninety one today.
0: Uh, oh, that's actually it was like three hundred bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so for $300, we could get 161 football fields with end zones. 120.
1: Yeah. Bearing in mind their parents, the generation before, lived almost like slaves. And then they were told, Hey, you can just have your own land now. So, it was, it, you, what happened was whole villages moved to Canada from the Ukraine. Wow. Okay. And, and the government and the government was making it as easy as possible for them because there's there's a very date is I'd say it's kind of was it just Manitoba offering this or all of Canada? No, no, the whole of Canada. So, and oh, fuck, a, wow. Sir Clifford Sifton, the, the the minister of the interior, he said this is how he described Uk- Ukrainian. Uh, oh, sorry. He, was, he was the minister of where again? The minister of the interior of Canada. Okay, I don't know yeah, what that of means. Of his trousers. <laughs> And he had, a, he had a very outdated, stereotypical, <laughs> racist view of Eastern Europeans. <laughs>
0: Hold on. <laughs> Just tell me his full title again, please. Sir,
1: Clifton, Sir Clifford Sifton, the Minister for the Interior. Of? His trousers. There we go. Johnny, <laughs> are we described Eastern European people? Uh, sure. Sure. I think that a stalwart peasant in a sheepskin coat born to the soil, whose forefathers have been farmers for 10 generations with a stout wife and half a dozen children, is good quality.
0: I'm, you know, like back in the day when racism was pretty rampant, I would, I gotta give it to him. Like, it sounds like he's trying. And that's not he's really praying. racist either. It's just insulting. It's not yeah, racist. Yeah, yeah. Right? No, like, no, it's it, a jingoistic,
1: it, maybe. <laughs> what? Maybe like jingoistic or is it stereotypical of like Stere- how people yeah. would have viewed them. Yeah, I just, the, the
0: stout wife thing, that's, I mean, I think back then that was a huge compliment. Like, oh, your wife is very stout. <laughs> Why, thank you, sir. <laughs> and you have wonderful ankles. I don't know what the fuck they complimented each other but like, the, the, like the Your the, cobs we, are very shiny today. Oh, thank you. And your wife is very
1: stout. <laughs> I just imagine if they had... And they uh, just
0: grab each other's ass and...
1: Did know. they have porn mags called stout? <laughs> <laughs>
0: nearly spit
1: coffee
0: all over my computer thank you
1: thank you for that but anyway um Uh, weekly yeah exactly the good good news is that um uh ivan eventually made it out in 1893 oh yeah and and he he settled in the district of alberta east of fort saskatchewan um, he farmed, and he died a wealthy man in 1936 at the age of 77. Fucking a, right and, on, Ivan. And by 1914, approximately 200,000 Ukrainians would settle uh, Canada. Holy shit! And this is thanks to um, him. Yeah. And then things took. I, I haven't. I'm, I'm going to end the episode to this point. We can cover the what happened afterwards. But when World War Two broke out, uh, World War One broke out. Um, the friendliness of the Canadian government changed, um, and. Uh, that's a story for another time. That's not surprising. Yeah, or you can go and research yourself. I don't know. Yeah. whatever. <laughs> so
0: there you go. So do you that's how we it? end our podcast forever. It's just forever. okay. Research done. Go look at yourself.
1: Stuff. I did my bit. Now you do the rest. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> yeah, fucking I, lazy did, pieces. Of, did you like did that I, story?
0: I did. I did like that story. It it had a happy. I like every. I like any story that has a happy ending. Reese, I'm a sucker for a happy ending. I really am. Yeah. So just to know that he got out of jail and he convinced two hundred thousand. Well, like he started a movement that that had 200,000 Ukrainians move to Canada, and he died a wealthy man in his late 70s, yeah. like on his own farmland. Fuck a hey! That's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's pretty You're... sweet, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So this has been fun, and uh, everyone stay safe, and uh, just just be nice. <laughs> Is that your call to action? Stay safe and be nice? I mean, that's, yes. that's polite. It's, it's not really... Sure. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it. Well, isn't that okay? You can be. You can be lots of things in this world. Uh, just start by being nice. That's nice. Here's my call to action. Okay, a fridge magnet. I like that. Uh, <laughs> maybe I read it on a fridge magnet and then just absorbed it as my own. Uh, so
0: two two call to actions. One, go to speakpipe.com slash Canadian Politics is boring, or just hit the little tab down, the little link in the show notes, uh, to tell Reese how to properly pronounce all of the Ukrainian names that he mispronounced today. Secondly, is uh, when Reese and I started doing are, are, are going to be doing more live shows in the future on the interwebs. Um, we're going to be doing it from Twitch. Twitch.tv is a platform where there's a lot of live shows happening. It's just really good for uh, live entertainment. And I've been dutifully setting up our channel. So if you want to go over to twitch.tv slash Boring and just hit the little subscribe button or follow button, uh, then you'll just be you'll be alerted as to that's where we'll go if we're we'll like hey we're going live then you'll be like i know where that is because i did the doobly doobly thing that's it so if reese remembers he can also put that in the show notes so thanks yeah Thank cool there you go we'll be in <laughs> well, bye everyone <laughs> that's it you're not gonna say anything clever uh
1: no